0: All right, everybody, Graham here. Listen, it is not unknown that they are trying to censor everything we do. Do not let them allow us not to be able to talk to each other. I need every single one of you right now to join my text list. Text the word Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to the number 866-645-0622. It's completely free. You will find out what's going on with me all the time, and you never have to worry about them taking us off the air and not being able to talk to each other ever again. Text the word right now, Graham, G-R-A-H-A-M, to 866-645-0622 now. Country that this world has ever seen. Hey, what's going on, America? Uh, I'm just going to jump right into this. We have probably the most raw and real episode that I've done. We have Chad Prather, who is a, a fan favorite. Uh, he's been a good friend of mine for many, many years now, who is running for governor of Texas. And we have the real conversation that may or may not lose both of us, the race that we're in (laughs) by the time we're, by the time we're done. But, 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 but we both decided, you know what, we're going to tell the truth and we're going to let everybody know what's actually happening and what's actually going on. Um, I do think you will walk away a little disheartened. I really do. But I also think that you will walk away more informed, which will make you more dangerous to the political elites that are ruling us in this country. Um, very, very powerful interview coming up. But before we get into that, we got to get into a sponsor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got to talk about Good Ranchers, our title sponsor. I want you to imagine over 100,000 Americans losing their jobs. I know what you're thinking. It's not hard to imagine. Uh, We live in Joe Biden's economy, but go with me here. (laughs) You can stop imagining it because it's a reality. Since 2015, over 100,000 independent farms and ranches in the U.S. have shut down. Why? Because China meat is stealing their business and robbing you of the quality and flavor you deserve. That's why Good Ranchers is here. They exist to support local American farms and help you make great American meals. Together, they want to restore the American ranch and your meals to their former glory. Plus... They saved the Dear America podcast from oblivion when Facebook tried to shut us down. So you need to go right now and support the people that support American beef, American chicken, American ranchers, and this podcast. You need to go to goodranchers.com slash gram right now and you get 10 free bistro filets. And in addition, if you subscribe, you will save $25 off each subscription box of mouth watering American meats For Life. That's right. Get 10 free bistro fillets. That's $119 value, free express shipping, and $25 off your monthly subscription for life at GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Get the best deal of the year at GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham. All right. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the next governor of Texas, Chad Prather. Chad, oh, yeah. what's up, my friend? How's it going?
1: What's up, Graham? It's good to see you. Good to hear you. Uh, it's been a minute. I feel like it's been forever since we've seen each other. It has
0: been, man. Well, well, we got to do better. We really got. We <laughs> we really do. We really have to do better. Um, you know, me and you have known each other since the beginning of both of us, pretty much. And and and, and yeah. it, it's very interesting. And I've already prepped everybody for what this episode is going to be. This is going to be. Potentially an episode that loses both our elections, <laughs> uh, but 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 it, but it's gonna be it's gonna be the truth by God, and it's yeah. about time that the American people know the truth. And 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 it's really weird that me and you both find ourselves in elections right now. You obviously in a much more gigantic one than I'm thinking about trying to get into and whatnot. But but one thing has remained the same, and I know you've seen it. I've seen the change in you, man. I've seen it in your eyes. I've heard it in your voice. It's the same change that's happened to me. Mm-hmm. Where I almost just want to say, "Screw all of these people, man! <laughs> nah, screw all yeah. of them! Screw all of them!" Because, yeah. because the truth is, the right is no better than the left. They're just not. And, and 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 when I say that, I'm not talking about the listeners. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the people. The, the establishment, the grand the, the, old party, the, the grand old party. <laughs> man, t- tell you me, know, tell me what's going on, Chad. Ted, Ted, tell me the truth. What's going on in Texas? What's going on?
1: So, so, uh, you know, I've always defined a cynical person as a passionate person that's tired of being disappointed mm. Yep. and, uh, you and I are both very passionate people. Yep uh, there's a lot of disappointment out there, isn't there? Um, you know, I got into this deal a year and a half ago now. So it was July. I jumped into the primary race before there was really even a race because I was virtually unknown in the political scheme of things. And if you're going to run for governor in a state like Texas, it's sort of like running for president. I mean, this is the ninth eighth, ninth largest economy on the planet. And, uh, you have to get your name and your face out there on a different type of way that we've ever done this. You right. know? So uh, I jumped in early, jumped in real hard. People thought it was a joke. They were waiting on the punchline, but I, I don't joke when it comes to Texas. I'm very serious about Texas. Yeah. And the biggest thing that people, you know, that I catch with people is they come to one of my events and they say, you know, we've listened to all the candidates and, and we like different candidates, but, we know that you love Texas the most. Yes, because I, I can, I can, you know, I can share that passion in a big way. The problem is, like you said, people get in the way. Uh, and when I say people, I'm not talking about your average rank and file convicted, uh, you know. Uh, I, should, I shouldn't say convicted patriot. That, that sounds
0: like a whole different <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. That's that's actually accurate in a lot of cases. Yeah.
1: Uh, these crazy extremist uh, insurrectionists. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I should say patriots with conviction, you know, people who love their state, people who love their country. Um, Those are good folks. Kind of crazy sometimes, but those are good folks. Uh, But, you know, you find yourself in this battle with your own people, your own party, so to speak. And I've never been a party guy. Um, But obviously, the primary Greg Abbott, I've got to run as a Republican, even though I'm a conservative. I'm a conservative first. Yep. And, uh, you know, Republican really comes down the list, but these people, they worship it like, like a sacred cow. Right. I mean, they really do, but you, you get in there and you start seeing just the seedy, nasty, gross underbelly of politics. I mean, really the garbage, where the money's going, where the yep. money's coming from, yep. uh, who's, who's, who's sleeping with who, Yep. Uh, everybody, who, you know, everybody's got, sleeping yeah, with everybody. <laughs> who's got their hands in whose pockets, you know, everybody, um, you know, and and I don't know, your your listeners may not know it. I mean, you and I haven't really talked about it, but I went through a divorce, right? So that was, my crazy life's been nuts, um, you know, and, and I won't say that politics wasn't somewhat to blame for that, um, you know, I won't get too deep in the weeds on that because she's not here to defend herself, but I, I wish her the best, but, you know, I've just kind of stayed the course and kept moving forward. She just chose this, this life wasn't for her. Yeah. So so, it takes a toll on you, man. It takes a toll. Somebody came to me at CPAC, which was in Dallas this year, and they said, you know, Don Huffines, who's also running in the primary, Don's got a lot of money. Uh, he's a wealthy guy. He's a he's a um, he's a developer, you know, housing developer. And uh, they said, well, you know, Huffines, he's funding his own campaign. I said, bullshit. I'm funding my campaign. <laughs> like, like he he don't he don't feel the five million dollars he put into his deal. Yeah. I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the 15, 16, $20,000 that I put initially in to higher ethics attorneys and things like that.
0: Yeah. I dropped, I dropped a hundred, I dropped a hundred K into mine.
1: Dude. I mean, I have, it, it, yeah. it's just the way it goes. I mean, I've done that and, uh, you, you know, you keep your head above water. I've yet Graham, I have yet to pay, take one dime of campaign money Me either. and put it. Not Put one. fuel in my truck or use it for a hotel. No, nope, We've not used one. it for other things to actually do stuff. And, and I'm traveling, dude. I'm traveling very different than I've ever traveled. Uh, we used to use the tour bus used to fly on the plane. Now, man, I'm, I, my field office is a truck. Yeah. You know, I have these, uh, <clears throat> I have these other guys out here, these, these candidates who are saying, Oh, we opened a field office here and here and here. I'm like, mine's parked out front. Yeah. Uh, and there's a dog in the back of it. So, I got the cough. It's not a COVID, man, but I'm just going to drink a beer.
0: There you go. Do it. <laughs> um,
1: but no, it is, man. It's ugly, dude. And, and, and you can flip the coin. It doesn't matter if it's a Democrat or there's a Republican, if it's a D or an R by their name, it's disgusting. You know, if you take the house, the house of representatives in Texas, the house and the Senate of Texas, that's about 102, 103 people that are Republicans total and only 18 or 19 of them are asking for a special session to ban the vaccine mandates by employers. Wow. Only 18 or 19 out of 103. Yeah, I mean that that tells you a lot yeah. about quote-unquote Republicans in Texas. Uh, it pisses me off.
0: It is um it, it has been and, and like I said I, I I've seen it and I've heard it in you um because because it's the same thing that I have felt and that I have had happen to me as well. Um yeah. when when you realize that, and I'm trying to be very specific the words I use for the audience. So it, w- w- when you realize that you've been a bullhorn for the Republican Party for the past four or five years. And then when you dare, you dare step your foot yeah. into their arena,
1: right,
0: you automatically become the enemy and they turn their yeah. cannons at you. the very people, that we have been the bullhorn for for the past five to six years, turn their weapons towards us because we just want to help. And then you find out that Republican primaries are worse than DNC primaries, that Republicans hate each other more than Democrats do that. God forbid you have somebody that has not slept with someone that has not have dirt on them that has not been groomed through the state GOP. How dare you think that you can put your name in the hat and be elected by the people? You really think that we're gonna? Uh, you really think that we're going to let you? You really think that we're going to let that happen? Ah, uh, right. You know, they, they felt the effects for it. every once in a while. Three or four might slip through. We saw it in the last election cycle. You had your Cawthorn, Boebert, and Green. Three. Three slipped through. They slipped through the cracks. They really did. And I like all three of those people. They slipped through the cracks. And this year... By God, the fire is coming at them. You know what I'm saying, and 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 every year, maybe one or two or three slips through the cracks. But 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 this is what I want to ask you, and we're gonna we're just gonna start it hard and fast. Title of your sex tape, uh, right off the bat. Um, what I have discovered and what I have been dealing with. Somebody asked me this, and I'm gonna ask you this question. I'm not gonna lead you in any way. I want to hear your honest thought. This is not campaign. This is real. Someone asked me when I first launched the campaign, they said, I honestly don't think that it's fixable from the inside. I think the only way it's going to be fixed is from the outside. Given what you've seen now, and I know you got a primary in March, (laughs) but, 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 but what is your thoughts to that question now? Now that you've seen everything you've seen, what do you think?
1: Well, those guys aren't going to vote themselves out of power, and uh, we've seen it across the board. It's, it's gotten to where these governors and these legislators, they, they've gotten dictatorial power. Uh, we've made little tyrants out of them, Yep, and they're making unilateral decisions. So they're definitely not going to check themselves. You know, they're not going to do anything about lobbyists. They're not going to get rid of taxpayer-funded lobbyists, uh, you know, when a lobbyist goes and gets that job, one of the things that they're reminded is, hey, everybody's going to campaign against you. Everybody's going to hate you in their campaign. But don't worry. They're going to leave you alone because they love the money. Yeah. Uh, and for the lobbyists, you know, they just live an insulated life there. Uh, and, and so that's a picture of how corrupt the entire thing is. Yep. So I keep telling people, I said, when the insiders are threatened by the outsiders, it's time to make the insiders outsiders. Uh you know I've been in the last month I've been with Lauren I've been with Marjorie I've been with uh, I was just with Madison two nights ago.
0: Yep, saw that.
1: And and uh you know I I like to listen to those guys just kind of get past the BS factor and, and really get honest and you know they'll do that pretty quick and and it's like it's disgusting you know because I because I, I worry about who's putting their arms around these folks and leading them along and saying hey you know let me show you the way we're really going to do this. Yeah. And unfortunately, people do that. You know, I'm seeing I'm seeing folks that that are in D.C., that are in state politics that I thought started out well. And now they're really drifting off to a weird place. Yeah. Uh, And you can kind of see the effects of of what the uh, swamp, if you will, or the cesspool does to these people. And so I'm like, you know, it's going to take real people to step up and say, no, I'm not going to put up with this anymore. What I'm finding is, see, like I'm polling considerably well in Texas. I'm actually polling considerably well. Depending on where you look, right. uh, don't trust any polls at all. But as far as the primary is concerned, obviously Abbott's way up here. Mm-hmm. He's sitting on seventy million dollars, and he's an incumbent. Statistically speaking, the incumbent governor of a state never gets voted out. Never. Yeah. Um, unless they came in because they they you know succeeded somebody, whether they resigned or died or something. Ideally, the the incumbent just statistically does not get voted out. That's the reality. Yeah, this is the first time Greg Abbott's ever had a challenger in 25 years of state politics. He's never had uh, a conservative challenger. So you've got Alan West, you've got me, and then you got Don Huffines and some other honorable
0: mentions. How are you how, are you? how are you and Colonel West doing? Are you guys? Are you guys still friendly with each other? You know,
1: I mean, I was with I was with Alan the other night. Um, You know, I I, I consider I've known Alan for a long time. I, I've yeah. known, you know, he's been on my show numerous times. He's probably been on yeah, yours, he's been on ours
0: um, a lot. Yeah,
1: you know, so I. uh, you know, Alan's an odd duck. I mean, I would say that to his face, right? He's very buttoned up, you know, he's very yeah. military. Yeah. Uh, he's a Lieutenant Colonel. He's everything you would expect a Lieutenant Colonel to be. Um, I'm, and I say, he's odd. I'm the odd one cause I'm kind of the, the politically incorrect, uh, guy that says whatever hits his brain with no filter. So he draws a certain audience. I draw another audience and, you know, we're cordial. We speak obviously, um, I, you know, I've sat down with his people, his campaign. We've discussed various things, but I've done that with, with the other campaigns as well,
0: mm-hmm. because at
1: the end of the day, we really want to see Abbott get primaried. Um, right. And uh, we want to see something happen here. So, you know, Alan's polling better. Uh, he's probably polling in second place behind Abbott. I'm, he and I are kind of neck and neck, right. which is odd to say. I mean, it's, it's really interesting since he's got such a, a namesake and he's a household name in many ways. Um, but, but he and I are neck and neck in the polling, uh, which for me is encouraging, but, uh, it's also, it's, it's a dangerous game, man. It really is. And, uh, you know, we, we're sitting around, we're not sitting on millions of dollars. Uh, yeah. we, you know, we're trying to figure out how to get yard signs out between now and the primary, <laughs> yeah. and you know, I guess, um, I always say they got telephones, telephones and television and we got teleperson. Yeah, and we're just trying to put the word out there over and over again. And it's weird because you can't poll. You can't poll my people, right? They've never voted in a primary. So yeah. we'll see tens of thousands of people show up for a primary that have never, never voted yeah. uh, in some cases, never voted, but they've never voted in a primary. A lot of people I mean, have I've got, it's a weird world. I've got, you know, I've got a dozen TikTok influencers out there, Tiktokers that represent tens of millions of followers that are campaigning for me all day, every day. I mean, you know, that's an unheard of kind of scenario. Yeah. Uh, this there. So they can't pull that. Um, but, you know, I'm trying as best I can Graham to keep this a gentleman's race. Um, you know, I, it, but it, 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 I, I like my target is on the back of Abbott because, because he's garbage. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he called a mutual friend of ours a couple of months ago and said, why is Prather on my ass so hard? <laughs> And our friend said, Why do you think? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, and so he's like, Well, I'm a pretty good guy. And it's like, Look, I'm not after you about being a pretty good guy. I'm after you about violating our constitutional rights and trampling on our liberties um, and being what Texas Tribune calls the most powerful governor in Texas history because he sidestepped the legislature time and time again to make these uh, unilateral decisions that affect people's lives. That's what bugs me. I don't care how you are as a person. Um, you know, th- at the end of the day, this is about Texas and we're had, We've got about four years, four years on the short side before Texas looks like California.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: Most people, most people I say that to them, they're like, they shake their head. I'm like, are you crazy?
0: They've never we're walked around in Dallas. Two, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: dude, we're the number two subsidizer. This is an example. We're the number two subsidizer of Facebook in the entire country. The state of Texas is wow. California. Then Texas is how much we subsidize Facebook with taxpayer dollars. Wow. Uh, you know, we've got Facebook, we've got Tesla, we've got um, uh, Google, Amazon. They're all in Texas now. We've opened the door to to uh, Taiwan in, in the form of Samsung now, giving them huge tax breaks. Gordon Ramsay just oh, no, came
0: no, down there. We, <laughs> I'm I serious. Mean, Gordon Ramsay just did.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, Gordon Ramsay's come here now. They're all coming to Texas. They, they I mean, because at the end of the day, our, our property taxes are out of control. We're like the sixth worst in the in the nation.
0: Yeah, it's expensive there, tax.
1: but we're still a low tax state, right? Yeah. Because we don't have a state income tax and so on and so forth. We're still a reasonably low tax state, but uh, everybody's coming here. So if you don't think you don't think this place is not going to look like California in five to ten years, you're delusional. Yeah, uh, it, 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 they're bringing the ideologies. They're coming here with the craziness. You know, will Beto O'Rourke win in 2022? No, he won't. But no. I guarantee he'll raise a lot of money. But from, he's, uh, but he's the ticking away.
0: Yeah. At like, 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 and that's what I tell everybody. Beto knows he's not going to win. And the DNC right. knows he's not going to win. And so he's just a pawn for the overall yeah. game. All right, the overall game is there slowly but surely you, can try, you you can take a couple drinks of beer real quick, Chad, while I yeah. while I do this here. Everybody that's not Chad's drinking while we're talking here. Uh <laughs> Beto is the is the is the sacrificial piece on the chessboard. That's mm-hmm. what Beto is. He's slowly chipping away, slowly eating away at this idea of, well, you know, maybe, maybe it's time to change Texas and maybe it's time to change this. Chad, on, on on my side of it, I feel a lot of what you feel as well. Like I said, I've already put well over $100,000 of my own money into the campaign. I have yet to pull a single dollar out of the campaign. I don't even let the campaign pay for a hotel room or gas or right. food. When I travel, I just pay for it myself and the campaign pays everybody else and all this stuff. All right, everybody, it is not unknown that the Biden economy is in a dumpster fire. It's not in a dumpster fire. It is a dumpster fire with inflation soaring at record highs with $3.5 trillion that they're wanting to add to the national debt. Listen to me. Inflation is coming. It's here. And if they continue going with this trucking thing that they're trying to do with our truckers, uh, <laughs> a recession, depression, anything could be on the horizon. So you need to diversify your savings right now with Birch Gold Group by getting gold, silver, and other precious metals. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, maybe you got a little money saved up. You've worked hard for that, right? So why let people like Biden and the Biden administration ruin it when all you got to do is just text the word Graham to 98 98 98 all birch gold wants to do is give you a free info kit that's it it is a 20 page info kit explaining why you need to diversify your savings with gold silver or precious metals now is the time to protect what you have worked so hard for this isn't a money-making scheme this isn't a scam this is about protecting what is yours all you got to do is text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898. 98 98. Go right now. And I'm going to be honest, okay, because that's what we do here on this show. What irritates me the most, not just about the GOP, but honestly people in general, you know, because we got to be honest here, is like, for example, in my race, <clears throat> we have well over 25,000 donors. For my campaign, our average donation is $20. And I am truly humbled that that many people, a lot of them uh, don't even live in the state of South Carolina. The the race affects them literally zero. Well, not really, if you're thinking about it, but, you know, in the scheme of their. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My the incumbent is raising is outraising me off 450 donors because he has 450 donors that all write max checks between them and their wives and he's raising millions of dollars plus he's getting six figures in PAC money the state GOP guy is raising 250 a quarter which is super strong for a congressional campaign 250 a quarter off 220 donors that are that are donating a thousand dollars apiece each quarter. Okay, the incumbent has a hundred people total in the state of South Carolina that are donating to his campaign, but he's still out raising us across the board. Um, the state GOP's av- uh, pick, uh, uh, the state uh, representative Russell Fry. His average donation is $1000. My average donation is $20. Mm-hmm. What people yeah. don't seem to understand is you can't win like that. Like and and yeah. and and that's the truth. Like everybody's like, "Oh, you just got to you just got to hold on, you just got to do this, you just got to do that." But no, it doesn't work. And everybody pretends that they believe in you and believe in me and all this other stuff when you first announce and then once, once a month has gone by, nobody cares anymore. And nobody cares yeah. that I've lost millions of dollars in my businesses, as I'm sure you have too. Nobody cares about any of that. They don't care about the fact of, you know, I don't know if we're going to win this race. I don't even know if we're going to make it through this campaign right now, to be honest. We don't know. Yeah. The polls, you're right. You can't believe the polls, but at the same time, primaries, old people go and old people don't like me. <laughs> you know, I mean, they just don't. I'm this tattooed Too guy with a faux hawk and a beard. Old people don't like me. uh <laughs> that's well, right. but, but that's what I mean, and, and it is frustrating. And I want to hear your thoughts on this. It's frustrating to me because, you know, me and you have given everything, yeah, to fight nobody for what we believe, and and now everybody's just kind of leaving us hanging.
1: Yeah, nobody believes that, Graham. Uh, you know, I get the internet trolls who tell me every day that I'm just doing this in order to sell t-shirts.
0: Yep. Um, yeah.
1: You know, look, that's stupid. Um, I I'm with you. I've lost millions of dollars, uh, you know, or, or I will not gain, I will not make millions of dollars Correct. Let's Say in the next year because of this. I've had to come off of the road from doing live entertainment. I do some yep. random shows every so often.
0: Got demonetized. Uh,
1: I mean, you're immediately targeted because yep. you like you said earlier, you know, people, you know, you've been a sounding board or, or a bullhorn rather for for a conservative movement for a long time. And then all of a sudden, you know, they turn on you like they own you now. Like, you yeah. like you're you, we, you know, you're you're on our dole. No, that's not the way it works. So I've remained the way I've protected myself is I've remained politically incorrect. I've, I've, I say the things that I'm going to say. I'm not going to apologize. I remain unapologetic. But I get out there and I get around these little factions, and that's exactly what the hell they are, is these little factions. You've got this conservative group, this Republican group, this Tea oh, Party God, group, yes. all these different people. And they all and hate like each they, other. They're in the same town. Yeah, They're in the same town. They're like, hey, why don't you come to XYZ Texas? And I said, well, I've been to XYZ Texas. Yeah, but you didn't meet with our group. You mean to tell me that you guys are like little Baptist churches that have mm-hmm. split up and you can't even drive five minutes across yep. to sit in the same room with people that you claim to be in the same party with, but you don't get along with them. to sit down and have a little bit of dessert and tea and listen to what in the world I got to say about the future of Texas. Yep, It's amazing to me how this thing works. We got we got groups that say, okay, we see y'all are having a campaign forum or a, or a candidate forum. Uh, in our town, when y'all are done with that, one, we want you to drive 20 minutes across town and do it again right after that. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. Yeah. Yep. You people are out of your minds and you wonder why this thing's in the mess that it's in. Yep. Absolute I, insanity.
0: Chad, I have literally given a speech at a, at the Horry County GOP, right? And the second I get done speaking, I've revved the whole room up. Everybody's cheering, applauding, old women are crying, et cetera, et cetera. I leave to go to the next place because the district It's not Texas, right? I'm not running for governor, but the district from from the top to the bottom is a four and a half hour drive, my district, which is a large district for a congressional race, large district. I leave after I've given everything I've got into this GOP to try to get these people to go like spread the word for me. And the second I leave, they get in a fight with each other and they break apart into three different GOP factions and now they all hate each other. And everything that I just did is for nothing because now, like you just said, now they're in three different places and now they want me to go back to all three and do it all over again because if right. I don't prove allegiance to all three of them, then they're not voting for me. And right. and, and it is absolutely, it's not soul crushing. You know, somebody asked me that, my, my, my GC talked to me about it. He's like, have I ruined you? And I said, no, 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 you guys haven't ruined me. You really haven't. What you've done is, in my opinion, I don't know what's going to happen with this race. I've talked to you about it. I've been honest with the people about it. I'm going to look at the polls. I'm going to listen to the people. And at the end of the day, I cannot go bankrupt to continue to do this stuff. I'm sure you're in a very yeah. similar boat, right? I would say, well- go ahead know, yeah, I
1: was just going to say I, I'm in a little bit of a, of a you know I, I'm not sure when y'all's deal is, but Mine's you know, we've June. Got, we so we've got March first, right? Yeah. The primary election is March first. Um, you know, if if um, then we have to make a lot of decisions, win or lose. Now, the way and you and I talked about this on the phone, the way I look at this is I've already won. Um, I don't have to be elected to an office to win. I've already opened eyes. I've already, you know, turned the light bulbs on and some heads. Of course, some of my trolls, they like to say that those light bulbs are only seven and a half watts. But, (laughs) uh, you know. You got to give it to them when they
0: get a good one. That's pretty funny. Yeah,
1: that's a pretty good one. That's That's like when Jill Kimmel, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's sister, was opening for me in Arizona last year. And she said, man, they told me not to come do this show with you because they said I'd get coronavirus. Cause it's a room full of mouth breathers. Uh, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, that's, that's a uh, solid, uh, one. That's again, solid, that's, solid that's one. That's really good. You got to give it to them.
1: <laughs> so I, uh, but you know, March 1st, we know a lot. So then come March 1st, let's say I win the thing. Now, suddenly we're thrust into a very big picture, a yeah. very big picture. Correct. It changes our world in a, in a big, big way. Uh, and we just thought things were stressful. Uh, If we lose in that election, now we have to decide what we're going to do in terms of uh, the general election. So, you know, if let's say Don or Allen were to force um, Abbott into a runoff, now we've got to support that person. Because, again, it's an ABA, anyone but Abbott, as long as they're conservative uh, type of policy in my mind. Uh, But let's say Abbott wins outright. Now we have to make sure that he beats Beto O'Rourke, Robert O'Rourke. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so it's, it's a weird kind of thing to fight out there. You know, I got in the truck last, uh, had, a, had campaign events up here in North Texas, jumped in the truck. Sunday was a week ago, drove down to Bandera, Texas, which is Northwest of San Antonio. So that's four hours. Then the next morning got up and drove to Corpus Christi, which was another three and a half hours, spoke at a luncheon down there, jumped in the truck, drove four hours North to uh, uh, college station, then wound up the same day back down in Montgomery, Texas, and then the following in Spring, Texas, the next night. Uh, you know, Texas is a big state, yep. you know, crisscrossing this thing. We're going all over the place and, and talking to as many people as will stand still or walk slow. But you're right, man. It's it's so factious and it's so it's so divided that everybody wants you to be their guy, right? And I'm like, look, I'm not here to be anybody's guy. I'm here to tell you the truth. And, and at the end of the day, I've already won because I know that one I'm, I'm on the ballot, right? I'm on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Thank God. You know, I I'd hate to work this long and this hard and do this much sacrifice and not be, but we're on the ballot for March 1st. Our deadline was December 13th. So just the other day and uh, <clears throat> you know, and we're polling. Well, I mean, it's one thing anybody can get on the ballot. It's another thing to be a part of the conversation yep. and we're a part of the conversation. So I'm thrilled with that. Um, And, you know, yeah, Trump endorsed Abbott, but Trump also has a policy of endorsing any incumbent Republican. Trump's trying to play the political game himself. And Uh, uh, he's also told Abbott that he would rescind that endorsement if he didn't have a special session uh, regarding uh, election integrity. Uh, It's a whole other story. We'll see what happens in January. But uh you know, it's a crazy sickening game. It's disgusting. I, you know, I, I, I sell less, I travel, I don't do as many shows. So I'm not traveling as much doing those. Um, and, uh, I. I we're not
0: making for. money. <laughs> I mean, you know, we are not g- making money. Yeah.
1: Not making money. I mean, I can point to at least, I mean, I can literally put my hands on, uh, $750,000 of, of lost income in the last 12 months. Easy.
0: Easy. it's not small,
1: it's not yeah. small potatoes. And you know what? I have people who work for me that still like to eat yep. and they still like to get paid. Yep. And, uh, you know, then you try to do things like the other day, you know, we, we gave all of this week's, uh, well, all of last weekend's proceeds from selling stuff at our apparel shops to the, the folks in Kentucky and, and in Illinois and Arkansas. Right. Nice. And so that, that goes out to be thousands and thousands of dollars. And then of course, you know, when you're trying to do that, people are like, oh, you're not giving that money. You're just trying to raise money. You're yep. pandering and you're grifting off of people's tragedy. It's like, you know, you can kiss my ass, yeah. uh, first of all. And they're like, well, you can't say that. You're a candidate for governor. And I said, oh, I can say it. Kiss my yeah,
0: ass. I got in trouble because for because at
1: the end of the day. I'm, I'm a grown ass man. I'm here just doing the right thing. I, you're not hiring me to be politically
0: correct. Yeah, I got um, in trouble for, uh, for you know, they, they were trying to tell me that I shouldn't be Able to go get the uh, congressional seat because I wasn't born in South Carolina. And, 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 and that, you know, they said he was born in Mississippi. And I said, well, I can't help what vagina I came out of and where it was located when I came out of it. And, yeah. buddy, next thing you know, all the tabloids said, Graham Allen calls his own mother a vagina. <laughs> and, 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 but, but that's what we're dealing with. Like, and, and he, here's where I'm at. And, and I'm just being honest. This is what I told my GC the other day. I said, you know, we're, you know, we're going into the new year and then there's going to be one more quarter before it's qualifying time and we're going to do polls. And, you know, my race is super crowded. There is 13 Republicans in this race. And one thing that I'm not going to do and me and you have talked about this is I'm not going to be responsible for an incumbent being able to squeak through and and, and stay in there I, i'm just not I, i'm not going to be responsible for that and, and i'm not going to be a part of that and so so we're going to do another poll and we're going to see what happens we're going to see what the people are saying and a lot of people don't even realize how much freaking money it costs to do a poll <laughs> like it's it costs it costs like 15 grand to do a real poll like a it's lot. it's crazy but here's where i hey
1: hey listen yeah. let me interject right there so Greg Abbott is spending about twenty five thousand dollars every single week. That's how he governs. Is based on polls. That's the, how yeah. he makes his decision. Is the outcome of those polls. Now that ought to tell you right there. That really speaks of Texas. Uh, yeah, uh, leadership. But so, that's what, that's
0: what I'm saying. So 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 where I'm at, like I told you, my GC said, "Well, well, have I ruined you uh, for for you know like." You know, I, I I just found out Santa Claus isn't real. You know, as a kid or whatever, and uh, I said, no, 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 you haven't ruined me. I said, no matter what happens in this race, whether I whether I stay in this thing, I win this thing, I stay in this thing, I don't win this thing, or I, or I get behind the person that's polling higher because we've got to very much like you. You know, we got to make sure that this impeachment voter doesn't get reelected. Right. right. No matter what happens, I have now seen. The truth. All right, fall is here and with cooler weather comes flu season. Remember that? Flu? Anybody? Anybody? Anyone remember the flu? No? Okay, now it's time to beef up your immune system with something that's tried and true. A daily dose of real fruits and vegetables, the kind you get in Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike other superfoods because it uses real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. And like Unlike all the other sissy companies that only use one, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables. The best part, it tastes great. Go to brickhousegram.com and get 15% off your first order with the promo code GRAHAM at checkout. Available in regular Wildberry and now Lemon Lime. Go to brickhousegram.com That's brickhousegram.com Promo code GRAHAM. And the truth is, you know, I've already got the title of my next book. It's going to be called Red Pill, Blue Pill. That's going to be the name of it because that's the truth. Because because we and even me and you both, like I'm, I now am well aware enough to to admit the fact that I have been a naive conservative to just yeah. believe that you know the, the 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 GOP in every state. By God, they they're fighting the same battle we're fighting. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're the GOP, the Grand Old Party. They're just as bad as Democrats. They just word it different. And yeah. and 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 they want us to be silent. They want us to shut up. They want us to go back to just just minding our own business and just be quiet and all this stuff. And so so you know, let me ask you this question. Have you had this internal thing within yourself? And this is why I go back to, you know, can a difference really be made from within? Have you had the eternal debate within yourself where where can I you know where do I actually make the most difference is yeah we've, you know we've, um, go ahead
1: yeah you know I think that where I'm at right now is um you know obviously I, I'm more highly motivated about what I'm doing than ever before uh even though the hill has gotten steeper uh you know we're just out there really really driving a message home about Texas and I'm trying to reignite the passion that people have lost for their state yeah. to get it back to being the Texas that has a legacy. Um, now for me, like I said, I've already won no matter what happens. I've technically already won because, because this is the battle that I'm fighting and, and I I see the advantages of, of what I'm doing and saying out there and having seen what I've seen, I will never look away from it. Yeah, I'm in the fight for Texas for the rest of my life uh, because I see how ugly it is. I see how gross it is. I will continue to speak out when I know there's only about four men in Austin, Texas that I think are good representatives of their people Yeah, uh, and truly living up to their values. Only about four, maybe five. Uh, that's a problem. I'll never walk away from that. I'll never stop doing that. Yeah. So, you know, whether I ever tour again, I don't know. And I'm OK with it if I don't at this stage in the game. I, yeah, yeah, because my heart and my passions for Texas right now, and I will continue to fight one way or another, whether that's in some form of activism, you know, uh, whatever that may be using my platform to, to continue to promote push, um, and, and just expose. And like I said, turn those lights on. So, yeah, I think, you know, for instance, I think just the sheer fact of being in this race to the degree that I have been, and I think I could say the same for you, is just the sheer fact that you decided to step out and sacrifice. I know the sacrifices you made. You know the sacrifices I've made. The average, uh you know, observer may not realize it or, or understand, but this has been a real sacrifice. Oh yeah, it that sucks. That goes without merit. It doesn't go without merit. It, it doesn't go without. You know, it bears its fruit, and um, you know, I think it pushes those people. You know, I, I, I'm. 100 percent believe that being in the race, I little old me sitting in my little apartment here hanging out with you on Zoom uh, has affected Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas. I I truly believe that it's affected him and it's pushed him at least his rhetoric further to the right and conservative values to represent the people who put him there. So, so, yeah, I'm going to stay in the fight no matter what. Um, I'm I'm pissed off, but I'm motivated, man. And, uh, you know, again, I think you have to be smart. You have to because because somebody, you know, people I've been frustrated before, and, you know, I've snapped at the people I love. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, you have a little short temper of patience and you don't you can't take it off on the, take it out on the general public. So you take it out on the people that are close to you and then immediately you apologize. And, you know, I've had people that love me that said, you know, hey, you don't have to do this. You know, you don't have to do it. And I say, yeah, well, right now I do because I don't have permission not to do it. Yeah. Um I truly believe it was a divine call for me to get involved with this thing. It's been interesting the way this works. So at the end of the day, I don't know what God has in store, but I know that what I'm doing, I know that what you're doing it's not an accident. it's yeah. Not an accident. You know, you got to sit back and think about the guys of history, founding fathers who go, "What in the hell? I mean, we're taking on the biggest power on the planet. Uh we're probably going to die over this. Um we've lost everything. We've lost our livelihoods, we we've lost our futures, you know. Uh, some people have lost their lives. You know, the inheritance is gone. Our homes are burned to the ground. What in the hell are we doing? But it was a divine call on them to do it. Yeah. And and I think that that's what we have to look to. And so I'm just kind of learning. I'm learning and I'm telling myself every day, Graham, to take a deep breath. Take a deep breath and um, stop taking it so damn hard is, is the way I want to do it because I am so passionate about it and realize that ultimately it's, it's in God's hands. You know, you're a believer. I'm a believer. We, we, we just trust that divine providence is there. And, uh, you know, I, I think that, um, I keep telling people everywhere, I, I said, look, I said, you know, we have a moral obligation to turn this tide. We have a moral obligation, right? I mean, you, you take property taxes, you know, I think taxation is theft.
0: Oh God. You know, property yeah. taxes
1: are the most immoral of all. Yes. <clears throat> um, and, you know, God was anti-property tax, if you read the Old Testament. So I'm like, all these things, you know, all these things that we're fighting for, um, you know, we're fighting for what God built, right? So, so we have this divine providence that brought us this far in history. The hand of God moves people. He was actively involved in, in human history, and I believe in even making our country great. And then it's like we let big government started started to become a God to us because it started providing for us. And we started to just kind of thumb our nose at the creator and turn our backs on him and say, you know, you helped us this far, but we got it from here. Uh, And I and I think that to the degree that men and women will rise up and say, no, we're going to continue to push for the providence of God in in our in our in our nation and in our history and heritage. I think God honors that, and uh, and sometimes some supernatural things can happen that none of us can expect, regardless. Of how much money gets spent, or the poll numbers.
0: Well, I think yes, I agree, and I think one thing, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Both me and you are running, but we both couldn't be running for more different things. You on the state side, me on the federal side, and here in yeah. here is where I agree. I think you are on the exactly right and on the right path, and I think that I very much am coming along the same understanding, and that understanding is that. We have to focus on what's going on here in the states, yeah and and that is my probably my biggest takeaway because that was my biggest uh realization ignorance, oh yeah, was how messed up our red states are <laughs> and yeah. and and now that I know that, I don't know if I can <laughs> I don't know if I can let that go either and and yeah. you know everybody knows dc is corrupt honestly we just need to stop paying federal taxes and just break up the whole freaking thing um i, I mean literally literally l- like like just we, no we're not paying federal taxes anymore oh guess there's no more you know federal anything sorry um and and handle at the state it's, level yes Go back to the state level of things and and break up this freaking power that D.C. has. And I just I don't know, man. Like like I said, I'm not I'm not mad. I'm not angry. It it is it is. And if it comes across that way, I, I don't mean for it to. But I've just realized that. Even down to the caucuses that elect the people that go for the ballots and all this other kind of stuff, like everything, every aspect of all of it is corrupted. Everything. Yeah. All the way down to city freaking council, for God's sake. School boards. The school boards, every bit of it is corrupted. The mayor, everything. Yeah, and I don't know. know I don't know if I can if I can forget that. And 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 so you know w- w- when I say can this be beaten from within, what I mean by that is, I think your battle is more the battle that needs to be fought, and that's what I'm realizing. The DC battle yeah. uh, until the states get fixed, I, I'm just going to be honest. We're going to keep sending. We're going to keep sending corrupted or corruptible people to DC. Yeah. Until the states get fixed, we're never going to fix who we're sending to D.C., and then, therefore, D.C. will never be fixed. And that's what that's what I'm realizing. Yeah. So my, you
1: know, my philosophy has always been that um, it doesn't really matter who's sitting in the White House because that person's not coming to your neighborhood, right?
0: Right. They're not coming
1: to your ETA meeting. They're not coming to your homeowners association. They're not coming to your school board. They're not going to come to your city council meeting. Uh, and, and when I, when I go back to that thing that I said about a moral obligation, we keep putting immoral people on local politics and those people don't have an understanding of the value of a dollar. That's why your taxes are through the roof. Correct. You know, our state taxes are controlled on the County level and we're putting these immoral people on there to just raise it up with no, uh, no, no inclination for the consequences of what that's going to put on the average person out there. Um, DC, I've kind of forgotten about DC, honestly. And I go back, I try to remind people of the of the old writings of Baron de Montesquieu. You know, the founding fathers quoted Montesquieu like the red letters of Christ. And, you know, Montesquieu, one of his big points was that if you have a republic that that covers a big land mass, eventually that republic will break down and it will become a dictatorship or a, an empire. So that's what happened with Rome, is Rome got so big that it couldn't manage itself. And so the Republic of Rome became the Empire of Rome. Uh, and so our founding fathers looked at this landmass of America and said, we have to break this up into states. And so those states have their authority to, to, to govern accordingly. And then the states have to answer to the individual citizen. So for me, it's about getting the power back in the hands of the people. And yeah. then those people determining their local and then their state politics. Uh, So I've kind of forgotten about Washington, D.C. The only thing that I give credence to D.C. is is they've got a target on the back of Texas. uh, And they know that Texas is the last big state that has the power and economy and the people and the size and and just the will, the sheer will for freedom to uh, put D.C. back on track. If we wanted to, D.C. doesn't want to be put back on track. So they target Texas. So that's why we see the California companies coming in here. Silicon Valley is invading. And then you also, when you turn on the news, you see the southern border of Texas. You don't talk about New Mexico or Arizona or California. It's just the focus is on Texas because they're being brought here. They want Texas to fall. Texas is a rock that the rest of the nation anchors to for its freedom, or at least as an example of freedom. And statistically, we don't do everything or really anything uh, well, uh, if you look at where we rank overall. But we do have that sense of freedom here, and that's a big deal, um, and that sense of independence. So, you know, I've advocated for the Texas bill. I don't want to secede from the United States, but I do want us to be able to say that we can, and I do want us to be able to, to, be able to use that as leverage against Washington, D.C. if it comes down to it. Um, and and it's, it's one of those things where, oh, to the degree that we hold Washington, D.C.'s feet to the fire, is how well we're going to fare in, in our states. So I get what you're saying. And I, and I hear that. It certainly resonates with me because, you know, I have people who have wanted me to do everything from run for Dan Crenshaw's, who run against Dan Crenshaw to you name it. And I'm like, you know, no, that's just not where I'm at. I don't want to go to D.C. I don't want to go to D.C. I I want to, I want to make Texas the absolute best that it can be. And then I think that Texas will help to put D.C. back on track.
0: Yeah, well, and, and again, <clears throat> that's that's what I, I agree one hundred percent. The corruption that I have seen on the state level is what's truly shocked me. Right. I knew it was messed up in D.C. We've known that we we, we fought against it uh, vocally and 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 being a voice for years, but what I did not realize was, I mean, if you think about the South and you think about Texas and all this other kind of stuff, I mean, you just think red and they're on the same wavelength as the people and all this stuff. But that's not true. There is a ruling class in all of these red states that truly believe that they know what's best for the people and they do not care about the people. And that is a veil that I don't know if I can close it back up. You know, I I don't know, I don't know if I can let that go. And so very much like you, I'm in a position now where I have, I have seen where the real, you know, D.C. is the, is the, is the symptom of the, of the, of the actual disease. You know, people have been looking, people have been looking at D.C. as the disease and what's happening in the States is the symptoms. It's actually the exact opposite. The, yeah. what, what's happening in our states is the disease. And then, you know, the symptom that's showing itself is DC and, and who's going there that's then affecting the rest of the body even more. And that's what has been the biggest eye opener to me is I was naive and I thought the exact opposite of the way that it is. I thought federal before state was the problem. When in reality is, and I know you know, because you're running for governor, but reality, what I've learned, because I put my name in the hat for a federal seat, is I've learned the actual issue is in the states. And that's yeah. why we have these problems on the federal level. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and like you, I, I, my campaign slogan was, you know, America first, America always. I want to give the power back to the people. Well, what I'm what I now know to be fact, because I've talked to Marjorie, I've talked to Madison, I've talked to all these people of the 435 people that are in Congress, 217 of them or something like that are Republicans. They all told me that if their back was against the wall and they truly had to fight, maybe yeah. there was eight people, maybe, yeah, maybe there, there, there is no winning with that number. There is no winning with that number. The problem needs to be fixed within our states, and, yeah. and and just like you, I have been more charged on that level that I have now seen where the actual the actual disease actually is, and yeah. it's not just Texas, it's not just South Carolina, it is freaking everywhere, 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 and. Every single red state, I promise you, people, no matter where you're listening to this from, every single one of your states is just as corrupt as what we're talking about. It is. They're all in this thing together. Every single one of them. They all have meetings. They all talk to each other. They all call each other on the phone. They all, just like you said with Abbott, they all call people that know people to try to figure out, why is this person saying this about me? Hey, how do we get rid of this person? How do we shut this person down? They're all in on it together because they all want to stay in there. And man, I you know, I got to I got to commend you, brother, you know, it, it's tough, dude. I can't even imagine on your level cuz I know what we've given up well, on this end.
1: It's exhausting. I mean, that's for sure. Uh I, you know, I think in the end it, it is rewarding. Um in that like I said, with the perspective I have, I think that we're doing some good. But, you know, the body is only as healthy as the cells that make it up. Yes. So America is only as healthy as the cells, you know, the cells being the states and the cities and the communities. There are no, you know, you you used a phrase a minute ago, red states. I I don't even think there's red states anymore.
0: No, I don't don't either.
1: Because because there's only, there's no red cities. Uh, There's only blue big cities anymore in America. And so until we change that uh, balance of power, to get the power. Like, for instance, I'm advocating in the state of Texas, I would like to see a bill passed where there cannot be an amendment to the Constitution of Texas unless it's ratified by three-quarters of the counties in the state. Right. Which means every county has the same vote, right? So, uh, you know, just because Dallas and, and San Antonio and Houston, you know, Dallas County, Harris County, Bear County, just because they vote a certain way doesn't mean, you know, uh, Del Rio, Mitchell, and, and, you know, all these other... <laughs> Webb County, yeah. they, you know what? They got the same say, yeah. you know, they're not well known, but they've got the same say, uh, we've got to get the hands back in the power of people that are out there, man. Uh, or else these red, these blue cities are going to destroy all of us because they're bad cells.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. Um, okay. So outside of you winning the governor's race after, after March 1st, I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I think you're on the path. I know who should, come out of this, uh, the winner, and it should be you. Um, what can people expect from Chad Prather after, after March?
1: Well, obviously then, you know, if we, if we two, two, two roads, if, if we win the primary, then we're going to rally the troops and, and head towards a general, uh, general election. That's going to be all hands on deck. I, I hope and pray that uh, the folks running alongside me in the primary will do what I've said and what they've alluded to. And that is, they will throw their support behind me. I know I'm willing to do that and we'll do that. Uh, You know, but then it's a marshalling, you know, it, it, then, then you're looking at a change of everything, change of staff, the change of how money gets spent. Uh, You know, it it becomes a full on force to keep Texas conservative and keep Texas red. Uh, You know, my goal is to roll some heads. We've seen an increase of spending. In the state, in the last seven years since Abbott's been in office, an increase of forty-eight billion dollars. We've got to overturn a lot of garbage that's going on in this state. Heads yeah. have got a roll. We've got one hundred seventy-four state agencies. We've got to determine which ones of those are useless and needs to be downsized. All of them need to be downsized uh, because we've got to get back to true fiscal conservatism, where we're making government smaller and getting it out of our lives and making politics boring again. You know, if we lose the um, if we lose the primary. Then my 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 mission stays the same. Uh, I'm going to continue to advocate for conservative Texas. I'm going to do what I can figure out what most strategically I can do to even though I'm not in an office to do exactly what I just described. Right. But I want to do it. You know, I want to do it uh, You know, out of the conviction of my heart.
0: Same. Uh,
1: Get government out of our lives, man. We you know, September 1st, we woke up in Texas with six hundred sixty six brand new laws six hundred sixty six. That's an interesting number. But I didn't go to bed the last day of August and think, man, I hope there's six hundred some odd new laws in my life tomorrow. Yeah. And there were there were. I don't want that, man. I mean, we've got to get rid of this garbage. I want people to be free. I want to be able to pat Ron DeSantis on the head and tell him that was a good effort there in Florida. But here in Texas, we got so much liberty. We don't know what the hell to do with all of
0: it. Yeah. No, I agree, man. Same here. I think no matter what the road lies ahead, my path is forever changed on how I go about things. And whether that yeah. whether that makes me less money and, and less uh, comfortable, <laughs> you know, and all that stuff along the way, then so be it, man. Uh, because I do, I, you know, me and you have now, in my opinion, been blessed because we have now seen what is on the other side of that curtain. And that's yeah. something that's something that most people running will never see. Because like you said, me and you, no matter what happens, we have already won. Because I know for a fact that the governor knows who I am. The state GOP chairman hates my freaking guts. The incumbent uh, it hates me. I know that President Trump and all the I know all of them have heard my name in this race. So therefore, so therefore we have already won because we have proven, because most people running never even get acknowledged because, you know, there's a lot of people running, but uh, nobody's really ever really a threat. Right. Right. So we've already wrote one in that regard. We, 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 we shook the hornet's nest, but we have seen behind the veil. And now that I've seen behind the veil, like I said, I don't know if I can ever go back. I I mean, I really don't, I, I don't. I don't know if I can, and um, it has made me more of a staunch, conservative, breakup, big government, get these freaking uh, dictators out of our lives. They are nothing. They are nothing. If you become the governor or the mayor or whatever, you are nothing. You are a servant to the people. That is it. If anything, you give up freedoms because now you serve the people. Yeah we've got to get back to that. And, and so, like I said, no matter what happens, I know that, 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 my life has been forever changed. And maybe that's why God told me to get in this race. I don't know. You know, may, may, maybe that's what it was for to, 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 to realize what it actually is, you know? And, and it's hard to fight a battle if you don't actually know the battle that you're fighting, you know? Yeah. And, and um, anyway, where can people go? You got March, March 1st. Is it, is the primary? Yep. All right. Where can people go to support you, my friend? Because they need to. March
1: 1st. Prather2022.com is the campaign website. You know, we trolled uh, Bobby O'Rourke a while back. We, we, if you go to Beto22.com still comes to me. (laughs) Uh, So so you can go to Prather2022.com comes to me and um You know, obviously, people can go to WatchChad.com, which is our entertainment website, as well as uh, keeps our schedule on there and this store. And that will lead you back to PrayThrough2022.com. But, uh, you know, I do encourage people, what you said earlier, you know, we don't average big donations, but we get a lot of donors. And I would rather see $10,001 donors than one $10,000 donor, right? Because to to the establishment, $1 means a vote. uh, And that scares them that scares them. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're seeing, you know, I, I keep going back to that. Uh, but was it bugs life movie? Yeah. Where you Acorns. know the, the hopper, the grasshopper comes and says, Hey, yeah, it might be one little ant that stood up to me, but what happens when all the ants stand up? Right. Uh, we're, we got a problem and and that's what we're starting to see here. And that's the thing that energizes me more than anything. So uh, pray through 2022.com.
0: Man, I love you, brother we got to uh we got to we got to get together soon thanks so much for listening guys make sure you check out chad prather he needs to be the next governor of texas so go to chad go to his website go to beto's web beto 22 and get to chad uh give him all the money you can this guy needs our support thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you all again next time thanks chad
1: thanks jake